All right. Happy Sunday. It is 7.09. And we are so happy to have you with us this morning as you are getting ready to get out there. Maybe you're having a walk. Maybe you're going to church. Good morning, Charlie. How are you? Not too bad, Susie. How are you doing? I'm hanging in there. Had a big day yesterday down to Austin, Minnesota. Celebrate the birthdays, the two-year-old birthday of a great niece. And it was a mess. A lot of chocolate, a lot of sugar. Good drive, though? uh, Yeah, it's not not a bad bad drive. drive, Right down 35. Yeah, good time. So happy to have everybody with us this morning. And I want to right out of the gates get that phone number because we're going to talk about something that a lot of people have been talking about. And that is this new version of the popular diabetes drug, Manjaro, can be sold now as a weight loss drug. That's uh, what U.S. regulators recently announced. The U.S. Food and Drug Administration approved Eli Lilly's drug named Zebound, the drug also known as, I'm never going to be able to say this, tirzepatide, helped dieters lose as much as 40 to 60 pounds in testing. So our number here is 651-461-9226. Again, it's 651-461-9226. And we have invited to the show Andrea Brody. She is a physician's assistant with Alina Healthcare Systems in bariatric medicine. Good morning, Andrea. Thanks for being on with us today. Morning. Happy to be here. Thank you. Uh, what kind of activity have you seen in your office since this news? I think it was about 10 days ago or so, just researching this morning a bit. Is it picked up dramatically? Right. Every message and phone call has been about the new med, which is exciting. And like, what is the process? So if I am 20 pounds overweight and I just want to help losing weight, uh, can I come into your office and just get it? What are the requirements? What does it take? Right. Yeah. For most weight loss programs, you have to have a BMI requirement. Um, For instance, Alina Health, you have to have a BMI of 27 or higher with what we call a comorbidity. So high blood pressure, high cholesterol, diabetes, um, a list of other, other diagnosis or a BMI of our 30 most of that is based off of insurance coverage for treatment and also because of medication um, opportunities not being available unless you qualify for them. You mentioned insurance. That was a question that some, actually my mom had to, to ask of you. Um, it is covered as long as you meet those requirements? If your insurance covers it right, yeah. It, it's a kind of hit or miss as far as, which which insurance carriers do cover some of these meds because they're so expensive because they want you to fail some, you know, cheaper meds that have been around longer. What does it run, Andrea, basically? Can you tell me that in terms of if it didn't cover it and you still wanted right. to do it? Yeah, what would it cost out of pocket? It's a little over $1,000 a month. Holy cow. That's a mm-hmm. lot of that's a lot of money. Right. And, but it works, right? So let's just tell people some of the results you're seeing, and then we'll, again, remind people listening, if they want to ask you a question about it, please jump in, 651-461-9226. You can call or you can text your question in, and we'll get it to Andrea. Um, so I was asking about um, the results you're seeing. I know I mentioned at the onset up to 40 to 60 pounds. Is that kind of what you're seeing? So... Since ZepBound specifically is so new, our experience is more with 
Manjaro. So that one is the FDA approved diabetes version of terzepatide. Um, for those, they're losing, you know, more than 5% of their weight over their treatment time, which depends on where they start, but could be, you know, anywhere from 20 to 30 pounds. Depending on the dosage, you can see bigger numbers. So we do see incremental increase over time on these meds, depending on how people tolerate them. Um, and then the numbers get bigger from there. So I've seen 10, 15%, and that could be over three to six months. It could be a little longer, depending on how everyone is, is doing with their lifestyle measures, which is a lot of how it works too. It depends on what you do as you're on the med. Um, but yeah, in general, it's been really pretty consistent. We're seeing good, good results. And you mentioned, I'm just picking up on a few things, as long as people tolerate the drug. Uh, what are mm -hmm. the side effects? Is it a hard drug to take? Is it a hard on your body? It can be, yeah. So it slows down your stomach. Um, so think of you just stay full longer. Um, with that, people can have a lot of nausea, heartburn, and then generally some other bowel changes like constipation or diarrhea are the most common. Um, so it really depends on their tolerance for those side effects. If, if they're that bad, some people aren't able to, you know, eat enough or just uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Andrea Brody is our guest. She is a physician's assistant with the Alina healthcare system in bariatric medicine. And we want to make sure that if, as we go along here for the next 45 minutes, that if you are listening, maybe you are overweight, maybe you have diabetes. So, I mean, it's a, an epidemic in the United States as is obesity. 651-461-9226. It is 15 minutes past seven o'clock. We'll take a short break right now, but when we come back, we would love you to be part of the show as we continue to talk about this new FDA-approved drug for weight loss. And we are back on a Sunday morning. Is this a remake of uh, Benny called, and the Jets? It's called Kenny and the Jets. Oh, for goodness yeah. sakes. It's I wonder all... if we had to get approval from Elton. Oh, 100%. <laughs> Otherwise, he'd be sued. All right, back to business. We're talking about a new drug actually an old drug used for diabetes that now the FDA is approved for weight loss. And just want to make sure if you're listening this morning, if you have questions, because a lot of people are either have diabetes or they're overweight. And we have on our newsline, our John Schuster Cobble Banker Hotline, Andrea Brody, she's a physician's assistant with Alina Healthcare Systems Bariatric Medicine Department, and they help people to lose weight. And I guess, Andrea, welcome back. Thanks for sticking around. What are the broader implications of this in terms of, you know, we have this drug now shown to be, you know, successful in treating obesity, essentially. What are the ramifications of that? I mean, is it because this that's a serious obviously they say that's a very serious problem in the United States, the number of people who are obese. And could this turn that all around? Right. Um, I, I, I think the biggest thing that makes the success story for someone on these meds is what else they're doing as far as changing the lifestyle. Um, with the medication, we have seen people who maybe aren't eating appropriately when they're on the med, and that can 
propose some some health risks down the road. Um, like if they're not eating enough, they could be dehydrated or have other negative side effects. Um, because I had a question, I had a question, Andrea, mm-hmm. as I jump in on this, is that I was telling you about this earlier this morning as we were getting ready for the show, and I will get to some text messages as well because they're starting to come in. And that was a person who I know who has a friend who did this, and then they were diabetic. They took the medicine. They lost the weight, but they were still eating pizza and cookies. And I thought, so does this drug do anything to solve the diabetic issue if you're eating badly, losing weight, but still eating badly? What does that do? Right. Um, while you could still see improvements in their diabetes, their nutrition probably, I mean, their their vitamins and uh, protein and muscle mass probably would suffer from not eating the right foods. Um, we definitely push more protein and a balanced diet as people are going through treatment with these injectables just to make sure they feel good when they get to their goal. Um, so it could be really helpful for someone and they they feel and kind of look great at the end and others maybe don't feel as good because they haven't engaged in that other stuff while they're on the medication. 651-461-9226 if you have a question for Andrea Brody talking about medication, this new medication to help you lose weight. A texter writes this morning, what are the physical effects when the medication is discontinued? Good question. Um, that is kind of the, you know, the end point of the conversation when people want to be on these meds. We we don't have a lot of post-treatment uh, data on either Monjaro or Zepbound because both are, are new meds. It's, it's first kind of first in its class. So um, we don't just don't have that data. What we're seeing in our program is variable. A lot of people are more hungry. So I talked about it slowing their stomach down. They, While they're on the medication, they're able to control portions and hunger cues are more regular as opposed to being hungry a lot. So when the med goes away, they might lose that effect. Um, others might, might not have that rebound hunger after and still gain weight because of how it works on the metabolic system. So it's working in kind of in the background on hormones that control weight gain or loss. I was just thinking about this. So this drug and the FDA's approval of it is just for weight loss. Is it still being used for diabetes? Absolutely. Yeah. So it's um, Monjaro is the diabetic version. Zepbound is the brand new FDA approved weight loss version of it. It's no different in drug or dose. It's just what it's kind of what does the insurance cover versus another. Um, often we find insurances will cover only Monjaro. They won't cover weight loss drugs. So in that patient, they have to have type 2 diabetes to have the Monjaro. If they don't and they only you know, have a BMI that's higher, they, they wouldn't be able to use the drug because it's not covered. Okay. And, and so someone who just had like 20 pounds to lose but had a BMI of 35 because they had more fat than muscle mass, could they come in and would you look at them and say, no, this is not for you. You're just doing this for aesthetic reasons and not for life 
altering, you know, life improvement? They certainly could be considered for the medication based off of that BMI of 35. Um, insurance would pay for it. If their goal is to lose, you know, 20 pounds, that might be easily achieved. We would want to make sure that they they do all the lifestyle factors because the med might not might not uh, be the best for someone who doesn't want have a larger amount to lose. Um, two, it depends on what what their ultimate health, other health risk factors are. So we screen for other diseases as we're working people up, not just based off of the weight number. Got it. Six five. Yeah, let's let's keep the text line coming. Six five one four six one nine two two six. Six five one four six one nine two two six. If you have a question about this medication and whether it might be right for you or not, I'm reading a statistic, Andrea. The in the United States, at least a hundred million adults and about fifteen million children are considered obese. Um, as a person who works in the barometric, um, bariatric medicine unit at Alina Health. Um, what does that mean to you to hear that number? I'm sure you've heard it before. Right. Yeah. Um, well, our program is growing exponentially for that reason. Exactly. It's not shocking based off of the standard American diet and how we approach food. Yeah. And what, let's talk about that. I mean, how, so the standard American diet is what, and how has it changed? Fast food, convenient foods, processed foods, um, not a lot of whole foods, meaning, you know, basic fruit, vegetable, meat, protein, beans, stuff like that. Um, a lot of a lot of people eat out a lot. It's portions are larger than two because, you know, you're served whatever a restaurant serves you. Um, not a lot of people have figured out the balance of food even at home. Um, so more carbohydrates coming in leads to more weight gain. And, you know, with that, no exercise or less exercise because we're busy. We have busy lifestyles. So it doesn't lead to wanting to cook healthy meals and have time for exercise and whatnot with that. Yeah, and it leads to this. And, and the long-term ramifications of this epidemic of obesity i mean we hear about some of them already in terms of like not being able to get i'm just thinking of the military people can't qualify for the military because they're overweight and are unable to do the task that's ahead of them yeah um it could be you know medical things mobility um even as much as you know sitting in an airplane seat stuff like that where people just want to do you know, day-to-day activities that are harder because your your body's larger. Um, and then, you know, more medication use if they have other diseases. It's, it's yeah. complex. Certainly. 651-461-9226. A texter writes this morning, what is the difference between Ozempic and this drug? Um yeah, good question. So the difference is that Ozempic, well, Ozempic branded is a diabetic medication. Um, like terzepatide, it also has a counterpart that is for weight loss. That one is called Wagovi. So the difference is that Ozempic works on one 
they're called peptides. So what helps with um, blood sugar digestion and in, in the gut. Um, Ozempic only works on one of those peptides and terzepatide works on two of them, which is where the difference in efficacy comes from. Ozempic is a little less effective, albeit it's very good at, for weight loss as well, but it's not as good as Zepbound because it doesn't have that dual peptide um, effect. The side effects and the way it works in the gut are the same, though. You know, it's just interesting because I'm just reading this article on celebrities are using this now. You see, I, I mean, I feel like in some ways, you know, you don't know, but I don't know if you know this, but Kelly Clarkson has a show every afternoon, and she mm-hmm. she is uh, visibly losing weight. You can see her face, and I think people are using it. I mean, are you seeing an uptick in people using it? Are you saying yes and putting more and more people on this every day at your at your office? Um, in general, yes, it's um, kind of the the one option people are coming and looking for. They don't want the other medication options anymore because these ones just are so good. Um, I think what happened when it first, you know, whether Munjar or Ozempic, um, when they first came out, people were using them off-label. So using the diabetic version of the med without having diabetes and it's everyone wanted a quick fix or um, just wanted to, to kind of follow the trends and get the effects others were getting and not really knowing what they were getting out of it in the end. It's interesting because, well, a texture, a caller just called in and didn't want to go on the air but asked this question. How does the drug actually work in the body? What is it doing? Um, it is helping to slow the gut down, so it slows your stomach down. So when you eat, portions are smaller, and the food stays in your stomach longer. So you aren't as hungry between meals. When you eat, the portions are smaller, um, and that's kind of the what you feel out of it. In the background, it's helping with so hormones like insulin and um, your hunger hormone ghrelin, it helps to reduce um, hunger signals and then also helps your body use the blood sugars or the, the sugar you're eating. So commonly known as blood sugar levels, it helps to regulate those, which help with the weight loss side of it as well. So you're getting the, the feel for it and then you're also getting that hormone effect in the background. Real quick, because just to follow it up, it's a repeat question, but it goes without saying. So you do this, you have the success. This texture just writes a second ago. What happens when you go off the medicine? Were you saying earlier that we don't know quite yet? We don't have research on that? We don't have, like, data points as far as, you know, how many people gain weight after. Uh, Our anecdotal evidence from clinic use of the med is that most people are gaining a little bit of weight back. Um, some are gaining all of their weight back. And I think for, for some, it's that hormone piece where it's helping with insulin and um, blood sugar levels and yeah. hunger hormones. Others, it's um, maybe that lifestyle piece. So they haven't learned how to eat while they're on this med and they don't have that base layer to, to, to use when they're off of the med. 
um, the med is meant to be more of a maintenance medication. So the 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 ones that whether Wagovi or Zepbound, um, they're meant to be there like someone who's on a blood pressure medication. It's not like once they get their blood sugar control or their blood yeah. pressure controlled, right. we are taking that med away. Absolutely, so that makes sense. A lot of people would be on this for years. Sure. Okay, it is seven thirty-two. I have to take a short break here and do some weather and some other business here with commercials. But I want to mention it is 651-461-9226. I'm going to say the questions, and then when we get back, we will answer those questions. Uh, This texture writes just a minute ago, you mentioned the drug is injected. Does that mean you have to give yourself a shot each month, or do you make an office visit? Don't answer that yet. And we can spell the name of the two drugs as well. We're going to take a short break and be back with more after this. This on News Talk 830 WCCO. And we are back. It is 737 on a Sunday morning. My name is Susie Jones. And we're here till 8 o'clock talking all things health. And this morning we're talking about a new weight loss drug. Actually, a new old drug, actually. Uh, It's called Zepound. And it is basically the same as Manjaro, which is used for diabetes. And this new drug, Zepbound, has been approved by the U.S. FDA to deal with obesity, people losing weight. And in some studies, 40 to 60 pounds people lost in testing. And we have some text questions as well. And on our newsline, Andrea Brody, physician's assistant, in the Bariatric Medicine Unit at Alina Health Systems. Our text line, again, 651-461-9226. Before we took the break, a texter mentioned you said the drug is injected. Does this mean, Andrea, that you have to give yourself a shot every month, or do you go to the office for the shot? It's actually a weekly injection, and you do give it yourself. and You do it in your abdomen or belly and your or your thighs. Um, it comes in a pen similar to a EpiPen. So the needle and everything is included in each device, and you get one for every week. So you just put it in place, and the pen does the work. You don't have to have to uh, put in like you, touch yeah, see the needle, yeah. yeah, like a syringe. You don't. You're not doing that. You're not um, drawing anything up. Uh, and does it bruise? I mean, sometimes when you give yourself a shot, you get a bruise. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. You could bruise. Um, if people have a reaction to the medication, they could get red or itchy. Uh, we don't see that very often, but okay. bruising just depends on the area you're you're injecting in. Let's do this real quick. Can you spell Zepound? Yes, it's Z-E-P-B-O-U-N-D. And then Ma- Manjaro. Yeah, Manjaro. Yeah, M-O-U-N-D. J-A-R-O. Perfect. All right, that's your answer, our fine texture this morning. And a couple of other ones coming in. This person texts, I've been on Ozempic for years for diabetes. I had to get off it recently because the big pharmacies are out of stock. Is there a fear that this new drug will encroach on the drug for other people? And I'm trying pick, you know what I mean? It's taking drugs away from people who need it for, for this weight loss. What are your, what's your answer to that? There are definitely shortages of Ozempic or even the weight loss version of that drug, Wagovi, right now. Um, part of that is 
is that people are using it for diabetes and weight loss. And then there's people using it off-label for weight loss, so using the diabetic med for weight loss. Um, and then because of that, we're unable to get some of the doses of the weight loss version, too, because the same company makes them both. Um, is that, is as, that a concern to you? Oh, absolutely. We've had breaks in treatment for people for six months because of the shortages, and that that's really hard for people who've been doing well and have seen success, and then the drug is really just straight up unavailable. Um, the hope is with ZepBound they can keep up with that. As, as far as, you know, what we've heard, they're, they're definitely um, planning on, you know, making enough. The demand is, is intense, so they know that and can see what's happened with the other meds. The hope is we don't run into that. Andrea, is there any long, I guess we probably don't know, is there any long-term effects of taking this for weight loss? Um, so we know as far as the the similar meds have been around for decades for diabetes and the the people who are on those meds might still be on them for diabetes and are doing well it is more if someone has side effects or sees you know something develop over time they're they become allergic to the med over time or for instance the side effects like nausea or vomiting, diarrhea can cause dehydration, which can cause some kidney issues. So in that patient, I wouldn't continue on the medication because we're seeing organ issues with their kidneys. Um, those would be, you know, monitored and make sure that people are, are healthy while they're on the medication. Um, as far as, you know, physical change or whatnot, it's not really, as far as we know, people are doing well on them for, for decades for diabetes. The weight loss doses and versions of some of these injectables are still so new. I, I, I haven't seen any long-term studies as far as Wagovi or ZepBound. Um, but it, okay. it, it, it really depends. Yeah, I mean, there are people we would never use them in, people who have um, history of pancreatitis or thyroid or endocrine cancers, those people would never want, or if, or if someone were to develop that while they're on it, they would absolutely come off of the medication. Sure. 651-461-9226. We have a number of texters uh, reaching out this morning. This person writes, 65 years ago, we were not an overweight community in the numbers that they are today. How about looking at the food we eat and our lifestyle instead of putting people on drugs they become dependent on and then the drug companies get rich? I mean, there's truth to that, but I always wonder, you know, is the cat out of the, the horse out of the barn? I mean, can we get back to a simpler life or has our society evolved so much that we can't? I think that's super insightful. The, the, the base of our program for weight management is food, exercise, and a few other things. It's not always medication first. Typically, these meds are, are an addition to um, learning how to eat healthy again. But generally, we're not starting with a med unless someone has tried and failed lifestyle therapies ahead of it. Um, as far as, you know, the epidemic of, of obesity or diabetes, that's it's a treatment, hopefully, to, to move people back into healthy ranges. But, again, the, 
we don't know what what happens when people come off of these meds down the road so much yet. Yeah, right. Um, this texture writes, when prescribing these drugs, are there dietitians and physical fitness trainers involved, as this is, speaks just to the last thing, to help alleviate those adverse effects uh, that could have resulted in the problem at, you know, the overweight problem, um, is this not a Band-Aid for symptoms rather than a solution to the underlying issues? Kind of speaks to the answer you just spoke of. Yeah, we have, we all have dietitians um, in our program. So everyone who starts the Alina program gets paired up with a provider like me and a dietitian to learn, again, basics with food, back to clean eating, proteins, uh, produce, it's keeping it simple and getting rid of some of the processed foods in a way to treat whatever it is they have, high blood pressure, high cholesterol, diabetes, along with the weight piece. Um, and the hope would be that we can reverse some of those things. For some, their diabetes might be so bad they need a medication or their blood pressure or their cholesterol might be higher. So we do it all in in, in the same you know, treatment plan, they're doing all those things. So again, the med isn't always a first line thing. We want to see them engaging with lifestyle approaches as well sure. to make it make it successful. Six five one four six one nine two two six. We'll take our final break of the hour and when we will come back, we'll wrap things up with Andrea and give you another opportunity to ask some questions. If you're considering this uh, what might you be asking yourself? Andrea can give you some information uh, after this. So maybe if you want to reach out, you'll know what to talk about and what to ask. 651-461-9226. We're back right after this short break. And we're back with the final segment. And we are talking about obesity and a new drug. It is a new version of the popular diabetes treatment, Manjaro now can be sold as a weight loss drug. That happened about 10 days ago, the U.S. Food and Drug Administration approving Eli Lilly's named Zepound. The drug is also known as Trizeptide to help dieters lose as much as 40 to 60 pounds in testing. And on our John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline, we have Andrea Brody. She is a physician's assistant with Alina Health and the Bariatric medicine unit. Andrea, we were talking about gaining the weight back and the fear of that. And Charlie and I were talking off air. If you're eating smaller amounts and you're on it for, you know, six months to a year, are you not creating a habit? And would it go without saying that maybe you might continue to eat in that same fashion and not just go back to overeating? That would certainly be the the hope is that you've set up some habits that stick. What some people see is they maybe came in and they were very hungry. They could eat larger portions to begin with. And as the med wears off, that hunger might come back. That's a lot of where people struggle as the drug effect wears off. So it's easy to fall back into old habits because you have that feeling of hunger again. Um, I think some people it's that and some people it's it's the way the med works on the hormone system as well. So we have about three minutes left and if people are listening and they're looking at their own body and going, well, maybe, I don't know. I mean, can you just (laughs) call and where should they call if they have questions about whether or not they may or may not qualify? Yeah, they 
they certainly can talk to their primary care provider. Um, as far as weight loss programs, we're around all around the metro, Alina, Alina Weight Management. They could apply, fill out, well, apply. They fill out paperwork to become a patient of ours and kind of get scheduled. There's a process, but generally they could be referred to weight management. They could talk to their primary. I think a lot of where the hang up for some people is going to be is coverage for the medication. So calling your insurance to see if it's covered first and if it's affordable. Um, some people still, even if it's covered, it can be too expensive. Um, but getting a hold of your primary or just straight to the weight management clinics can be helpful even if they don't qualify for the med. Right, because maybe they could still use your services and other than taking that medication, right? Correct. Yep. Yeah, we can, anybody who qualifies with a BMI of 27 or higher can be a patient of ours and we will work on the diet, exercise part of things, mental health, we do it all. Yeah, I can imagine. We'll have to have you back on to talk more broadly about the things you offer at the weight management program because I do think that I do believe that mental health is a huge component in terms of how you feel about yourself could determine what you put in your mouth. Absolutely. Yeah, yep. Yeah. What is the number to reach you at at, at uh, Alina Health Weight Management? Sure. Um, good question. It is um, 651-241-6600. And Oh, go ahead. No, it's okay. <laughs> do, yeah, we, all, we have a, um, a link online as well. If you don't want to make the call, we can. you can ask for a call back on the Alina Health website if you um, it's alinahealth.org and search for weight management and you can put your info in. You'll get a call back within a couple of days of, okay. you know, the rundown of the program and otherwise um, calling in cold call yourself is totally fine. Okay. And uh, yeah. lastly, we'll repeat how to spell those drugs. Zepound is spelled how? Yeah. V like zebra, E-P-B-O-U-N-D. And then Manjaro, Manjaro yeah, is M-O-U-N-J-A-R-O. And thank you for being with us. We really appreciate it. We'll keep you in our Rolodex. And thanks to all the texters who were involved in the show today. Really good information. Thank you so much, Andrea. I hope you have a great day. Thanks. You too. All right. Andrea Brody, physician's assistant in the bariatric medicine unit at Alina Health on Newstock 830 WCCO, the Alina Weight Loss Management Program. We're back next week.